Welcome back to the Mickey D's podcast. My name is Mickey War. DJ Danger Zone. Your boy, DJ Rel. And yo, look, it was about one year ago that we yeah. started this podcast. Yep. And we just felt it was about time to bring back a little segment of flashback episodes. And yeah. what better way than for you guys to see and listen to all of our flaws in yeah, episode absolutely. one. Numero uno. And you know, when we talked about this within our group chat, um, we pointed out what would be our favorite episode or the episode that stood out. And, you know, it, it took us back to episode one, the conversation of do's and don'ts of networking, which may still apply. I don't know. I haven't heard that episode in a year. So. Right. It's been about 53 <laughs> and weeks. we're in a whole pandemic still. Right. But nevertheless, you can take whatever, uh, um, I don't know, tidbits you can get from that and still apply it. To yeah, life, for sure. not just DJing, but apply yeah. it to life. No, exactly. Yeah, you know, we're trying to connect with everybody, not just DJs. So it definitely applies. Yeah. So please enjoy episode one, do's and don'ts of networking and uh, apply them to your life. And I'm sure you'll level up just like us. Mm. That's right. Don't be a little bitch. You can take that out or unless you want to leave it in. I mean. Now we got to leave all this in. Because... <laughs> all right. It. Enjoy yeah. episode one. <laughs> it's official. The first Mickey D's podcast. Mm -hmm. I am one of your hosts, Mickey War, to my right, <sighs> DJ Danger Zone, mm -hmm. aka Danger. Mm -hmm. Danger. And to the right of him, honorable mention. Honorable mention, a part of the squad, yes, DJ Rel. What it do? How are you guys doing, man? man. Good. I'm breathing, so I can't complain. This is our first official episode. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, um, you know, like any uh, professional podcast, because we're coming out the gate as professionals. Mm -hmm. um, we were in the batting cages for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pilots. <laughs> a lot, yeah, we a lot had of a pilot pilots. episodes. Listen, man. Um, you know, we had to get those the kinks were, those out. Those are great, though. Those, those are great. They'll never be heard. There's some but... good content sitting yeah. somewhere in Abner's hard drive. Oh. And in my hard drive. And mine's too. Well. <laughs> we'll hey, all he edits some stuff at the crib, so you know I got my hands on it. I just passed it on. I said, yeah, I trust y'all. Let's just get yeah. this. Let's get the show on the road. But we're here. It's the first official podcast. Um, uh, I guess it is good to explain why the hell we're doing this. Yeah. And um, with the Mickey D's brand, uh, you guys might know the Mickey D's show uh, going on 10 years this September, which is kind of a trip. Yeah. Uh, we getting old. That's been a trip. There's a couple grays in, in, in our hair. Yeah. Rel's looking good. Hey, man, you know that? Black don't crack, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Joe um, got a lot of gray hair, though. Yeah, yeah. You know. You ever think so about dying it? Why? This is who I am, right? Hey, man, Why would I, I, I be anybody that. else? No, listen, I appreciate I that. I tell you what, apparently dyeing your hair gray is a thing. Because I've had people ask me, oh, wow, you dyed that I really I really good. considered it like third life crisis and I'm like, Why? doing the silver hair. Lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing this shit. Hey, man, shit, whatever. If it works, yeah, why not? It, if it ain't it's broke, working. don't fix it. No. Well, that's, that's good. Work. Yeah, thank you. It adds an element to your brand. Yeah. You know, I so it means you're mature, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is that what we call it now? Old is mature now? <laughs> so the Mickey D show has been going on for 10 years. Uh, we felt like it, it's a good time for us to transition into a new chapter of our lives. Uh, the Mickey D show will still be going on, but the Mickey D's podcast uh, will exist whenever there isn't a Mickey D's mm -hmm. show. Uh, just so you guys can kind of keep up with us every Monday and just uh, do our thing. And talk about. We, we, will we will release a podcast on the day of a Mickey D show. So it'll be fresh in the morning. 
You can listen to that right before the show. Uh, yeah, the show kicks off. Okay. I didn't think we were going to do that, but okay. Yeah. Sure. Why yeah. not? Why not? Why not? We're learning things. Got, they, they can hear, got content. They can hear yeah. us uh, some twice a day. Huh? They can yeah. hear us twice a day, huh? Well, they, yeah, they, they can hear us live and they can hear the, the, the podcast. Yeah. yeah so podcast. Uh, anyway, let's let's talk about each other a little bit. Um, DJ Danger Zone, if you want to go through your uh, lineage of yeah. the DJ side of things. Um, DJing for about 10, 11 years now. Got put on with the whole Party Rock crew back in their heyday. Um, was a party rock DJ, then got uh, promoted to the tour DJ for LMFAO. Stuck around and hung uh, and did stuff with Red Foo. Um, and now I'm doing my own thing, and yeah, all is good. Yep, well, look out for Danger Edits remixes. Oh, yeah, of course, I got my production brand or my production uh, producer named Danger with three A's, and um, yeah, uh, putting gonna start putting out a lot of stuff with that more trap friendly uh, music, but yeah. And be happy you know him now. Now he's making good shit. So yeah, <laughs> you know we, we all go through stuff. It all starts somewhere. Start somewhere. Yeah. Can't be like, you, you didn't walk into the gym for your first time busting threes. I just realized, like it was funny. I, I got to bust his balls all the time because we. I, I was doing the math the other day. I think we've officially known each other for like 21, 22 years or like something 15. like that. Yeah, it's kind of that's crazy, kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, DJ Rel. Yes, sir. DJ Rel. Um, yeah, I know pretty much DJing around the same amount of time as these guys right here. Um, been through all the trials and tribulations that a DJ would, a working, struggling DJ would go through, you know. Currently, uh, now have a production team, uh, music and um, visual production, hits only. Uh, still working in the clubs, uh, working for an entertainment company as well, doing private events. Um, life is good, man. Can't complain. I get to. I get to eat doing what I love, so, you know. I think that's everybody's goal, right? Yeah, you know. Um, I'm Mickey War. Been a DJ and friends with these guys pretty much. Uh, same length of time. I think, like, 2005 is where it really started, end of 05. Um, it's been a blessing to do, like uh, Ralph said, the things you love to do and get paid for it. Um Honestly, uh, going through the the ranks and falling into the Mickey D's show kind of and the DJ City family really early on uh, was a huge blessing to the platform. And uh, now here we are, um, you know, 10 years later, being able to kind of just talk about the things we've experienced and our opinion on what's going on and maybe some different perspectives, you know, that other people have. So uh, shout out to the Road Podcast. Yes, sir. Um, They've done an amazing job and they're part of the DJ city family team. And we just, you know, we're here to create some synergy and, um, you know, only continue to add on to the strong, uh, reputation and roster that the best record pool in the world, DJ city.com. Mm. The rank has, continues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just got to make sure everybody knows yeah. where they stand. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, I'm super excited for this podcast. Uh, we recently actually did have a DJ City link up with the guys from Road yep. Podcast. Yep. Shout out to uh, Jamie, Neva, Crooked, and D Miles. We celebrated Jamie's birthday as we well. Celebrated Jamie's birthday. He turned 30 years old. Yep. Still acts like he's five. For sure. But I love him. We you love know, him. That's, 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 uh, that's our guy. Yeah. And uh, it was a great event. Yeah. No, it was, um, it was a lot of fun. The food was dope. We ate at Best Friend. Is it Friends or Friend? Best Friend. Uh, okay. By Roy Choi. Yeah. Okay, so we had a Roy Choi spot. And, um, you know, I got to shout out Asher, Styles Davis, because his little backpack set was pretty fire. 
you know, know what? We were, paying attention, we were having dinner, dope. and I I remember you and Marvel. Uh, shout out to Joe Budden podcast, Dick Eaton. Yeah, uh, through uh, yeah, yeah, Styles. Sure. Wait, sure. what? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Ron doesn't listen to the pod. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to understand. Oh, that I, I, we, we were. No, 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 we were I may have this We were eating. No, he he threw no, down. No, Styles threw down an amazing. And, set, and you know what's honestly. crazy is, and it's nothing against the DJs that that spin uh, while people while you're eating your dinner, but it just stood out because it's not loud. It's not like you're in a club and you can hear. And it's like that's what's going on. That's the focus. Like it's background music. So we're we're trying to eat and we're I'm listening. Like yo, like Styles is killing. Like it just yeah. stood out. Everything he was doing, like you wanted to know what the next move was, the yeah. next song. So. Yeah, shout out to him. That shit was dope. And, and that's what I think dope about some of the restaurants in Vegas. Like they'll turn up the volume just a little bit enough so that you kind of can catch that vibe. And then when the food's good and the vibes are good, it's just like, oh, you're having that moment. And yeah. I think that was one of the things that it's definitely a memorable, memorable part of the night was just eating some good ass food. And we were starving. And we were starving. <laughs> They're like, yo, we're not going to feed you guys until everybody's seated. We're like, yo, who are you? Come here. Sit down. <laughs> we'll figure this shit out. But uh, Styles was was really killing it. Yeah, he and was. Shout out to Eddie Boy. You know, he held it down yep. afterwards as well. And then um, we made our way to On The Record. Yep, that spilled over to On The Record. And uh, I got a chance to hear a little bit of, I walked in at the end of Jamie's set. Okay. Heard a little bit of D-Miles. And then I went outside just to see what was going on. I didn't even know there was an, a patio. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I was out there for three hours. You were the whole I was night. the whole night because Crooked and Neva were playing the illest. Uh, their sets were so ill. We had a gangstar moment from Neva, you know, getting our gangstar bag. We could hype for that. Yep. And anything before 99 was played. And I just, I didn't want to leave. I was like just in that zone. It was nice outside, you know. Yeah. You got the lights up top and, you know, the Vegas skies and the, the buildings. So, uh, you couldn't beat that moment. I wasn't trying to be in a loud ass club, right? Hearing club music. You That's because uh, Never and Crooked are from New York, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was just like the energy was dope outside. I was connecting with people out there. I didn't need to yell at them in a club. Like it was. I couldn't ask for a better situation. So, yeah, I was happy. the the vibe was dope out there. I stepped out there a couple times. I definitely went inside a uh, a few times to check on Chris Via. Chris Via was the headliner yeah. mm-hmm. uh, after Darren. Uh, Darren did a, a great job setting him up and. Chris just came in, did his thing, uh, super, you know, high energy, but still kept it kind of um, nostalgic with his with his song selection while yeah. bringing in some of the newer stuff and then just really ripping the place apart because he was just cutting it up, you know, mm-hmm. every other song, which is obviously like it's a DJ City link up and it's an event. Like people wanted to hear that. And, um, you know, I was there with uh, Scoop DeVille, Eddie McDonald, Styles, uh, Davis, Disco Drew, Phenom, of course, was there. He was having a real good time. Was he? Um, he was having a great time. <laughs> yeah, Phenom was. No <laughs> president day. And um, you know, so we we all had a really good time, yeah. and uh, it was it was dope. So shout out to uh, the Road Podcast, yep. Park MGM, best friend on the record for a, a great event. Hopefully, uh, DJ City will do a couple more link ups in Vegas. Yeah, can't ever complain. We'll make sure Rel gets the invite on time. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast yeah, for real. Because I got some choice words for man. Somebody. Look, I text Rel while we were at the pool with Phenom. Phenom just goes, "Where's Rel?" Because because now Rel is a part of the 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 trio here, so it's kind of like, "Where's where's the the last link?" Yeah, and uh, 
<laughs> I really, you know what? You know, I will say this. Though. Tell you me, know, bro. Shout out, shout out to Phenom, man, because Phenom. It's regardless, you know, even in the past, before, you know, I was even a part of anything. Phenom was always looking out. He always reached out. He always did his best with even with everything that he got going on. Did his best to reach out to you know get me involved in a lot of stuff. So shout out to Phenom, man. And I know it's not that's not Phenom's responsibility to even ask where I'm at or what's going on with me, but I appreciate him for that. You know what I mean? Like. So who we killing? Ah, man. Dude, I, don't, I don't want to put nobody on blast right now. You know what I'm saying? You, know, we gonna, you gave someone you know, a mouthful I last did, night. I gave him to him last night. So, you know, he he, he felt he felt my presence. You know what I yeah. mean? And, you know, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that on another uh, another podcast. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Phenom is, I don't even really know his, like, official he's, title. He's, he's the face but of he's, DJ City. He, he does everything and anything. Yeah. And what he really does that I admire is just connecting the dots. Yeah. Like, his network game is crazy. Another level. And it's just, it's just amazing. And he, you know, like you said, he's not shy to, to say whatever he's got to say just to connect the dots. Hey, you do this, you do that, boom. Go and do it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, in, in our 10 years of knowing Phenom, that's one dude that says, I want to create this, and he creates and it. He makes like, it happen. 100% of the time. And it, you know, it may not happen tomorrow, it may not happen a month from now, but the dude creates it at some point, and it's like, son of a bitch, you did it again. He did it. <laughs> Phenom he always does it. Boy, yeah. man uses logic. That's what I appreciate about but, it. But uh, yeah, so we, we did that, but uh, and then after that, we had the um, Spider Tech show. Yes, the Mickey D show. Mickey D show just had that, and Spider Tech ripped it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of acapellas, and uh, a lot of acapellas over Latin beats, Afro yep. beats, uh, cumbia music, and uh, I thought it was dope. I mean, you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was, yeah. Um, Spider Tech is just is. I haven't seen this much hype on a DJ or this much interest on DJ from other DJs. Probably since Four Colors Zach after he won three style because he became the people's champ. He started out like most of us op- doing opening shifts and doing, you know, just local guy who just had a crazy talent and eventually, you know, won three style. And I feel like Spider Tech's in that same boat where he's where a lot of DJs have saw him come from nothing. And now he's an incredible producer that's a part of the Mad Decent family. He um he's won uh he did some competition at Hyde won a slot there in Vegas, and now he's got a duo with Craze, so to have him on the show, well was dope. It was an honor, and he's down with the crew. You know, I mean, a well deserved slot. It was not because we needed to fill a spot, and he's DJ City. Right. We we don't just hand shit out like that. So you know, this dude he he earned the opportunity to do to be a part of the. The guests that we've had, right? Um, and yeah, so I couldn't be happier for him. And he's got he. I think he just needs a, a dope agent, and my man's gonna take off. Yeah, yeah. He that's was the only thing he's really missing. He was dope. I I'll be honest. Like I hadn't really known him other than like some of his production and some of his records. And then um, obviously when we did our research and as you look further into it, I running into him a couple times. Great guy. Uh, that's I think one of the first things that you realize about him. But yeah. um, you know, he's he's just one of those guys that it's really proven. Like, yo, if you just bust your ass, do some hard work, keep your head down, sh- keep, continue to shake hands, no matter who it is, and just keep doing your thing. Eventually, doors will open, and when that opportunity comes, you just gotta be ready. And so he did that, and he came on the show, came with a couple dope blends and tone plays and different tricks and things that. Uh, what was the uh, the, uh, ludicrous. The, the ludicrous 
Yes. Roll out. Roll out. He went from a, a Puerto Rican jam, yeah. right? And then pitched <laughs> and then, it down. Bum, 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 and bum. once we heard it, we were everyone's like, oh Yo, like, shit. Yeah. Like keep bringing it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was hard. That definitely fucked the room. So make sure to check that out on DJCity.com. Mm-hmm. Um we'll have Spider Tech's full episode up there. And then um, yeah. Other than that, what you want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about now. You you were in Arizona not too long ago, and we had a nice dress code conversation because oh, yeah. you had an issue getting into yeah. a few clubs. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's you know I don't want to talk about just because of your situation, but it's it it can be an issue for DJs who are bringing their boys in, and their boys don't really like they see the way you dress, and they think oh it's cool I can dress like that too, and it's like nah man you kind of kind of making me look bad when you yeah. dress like that. I can do that. You can't, you know? Yeah. Well, the story, I mean, the story on the, on the Arizona, right? We were in, um, we were in Arizona for Cinco de Mayo and uh, it was our DJ, our good friend DJ, not a DJ, but his name is DJ. <laughs> Kawhi's uh, ex-teammate. Kawhi's ex-teammate. <laughs> um, we were out there for his bachelor party and uh, we all went out and, you know, I didn't bother like, trying to bug anybody that i think i might have known or or try to like get a hookup at a club which in retrospect like that's what i really should have done because yeah, right. exactly i didn't know how we anything get it, you're humble. No, get it. i didn't get how anything worked um because we pulled up for the day party and you know wearing shorts and you know whatever shoes we felt were fitting I had heard about the whole like you know don't wear Jordans in Arizona because that's, that's a there, problem, and so I was like, all right, well you know I told everybody, yo, like I'm just giving you the heads up. There's more than likely they're not gonna let you in with Jays, and so we all followed that, and then we pull up to the pool like with full intent to go get a table too, so that there's no issues. And even while trying to get a table, they looked at my shorts and um, they were these gray sweat shorts from Mag Park. Uh, that were fringed, you know, like just like rough on mm-hmm. the edges, and it's not like I cut them up at the crib. Like they, it, they were some some real actual design shorts. And the guy goes, "You can't go in with sweat shorts." And I'm like, "Well, shit." And then they look over to our boys, Arasio and uh, Mason, and they're wearing basketball jerseys. Oh yeah, you guys can't come in with basketball jerseys either. And we're like, "What the heck?" Like yo, like all right, whatever. So then their jerseys. Uh, it was uh, OG Magic Johnson gold laker jersey and then uh mason was wearing the not what year was it when vince carter dunked over the guy um that that usa team uh uh jersey for kobe Kobe okay okay so that makes sense because lakers phoenix suns like they ain't getting in with no yeah i mean maybe that's why they got a beef with jordan you know all the buckets he gave them yeah yeah for sure all right go ahead ahead. i just wanted to Anyway, they they went. I felt bad because they went down the street to like one of the hotel stores and like bought a sixty dollar tea each to like. And I mean, the tea wasn't like fire or anything like that. Yeah, it was you know kind of lame. Just... But um, they had to buy the tea and then they get back and then my boy Ross is still wearing sweatshorts and then he finds out he can't get in with sweatshorts and we're like, dude, we're about to just call it a loss. <laughs> and you know we're staying twenty thirty minutes away from from Old Town Scottsdale uh, at an Airbnb. Um, which was dope. I mean, but it's also 20, 30 minutes away. Right. Uh, but we were just going to go home and say, forget it. We'll just reset, try to go out tonight. And then um, and then we get the call like, yo, we got a table. You better come up, come through. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, all right, fine. We got the pressure. Like, the, it's not our party. We got to, like, 
you know, we got to do our best to accommodate to our friends. Yeah. That's the kind of friends we are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sacrifices. And so, sacrifices. So we walked to the near mall, went to Dick's Sporting Goods and found like a two, buy one, get one half off. <laughs> you know, got some Adidas, like swimming trunks. Yeah. And, and just literally changed in the hotel bathroom and, you know, checked in our other shorts at the hotel nice. yeah i'm staying here uh <laughs> and and went to the party and and that was it but that's the trip is like yo they're tripping over sweatshorts but there's dudes in flip-flops and like the craziest like swimming trunks yeah and it don't matter it's just let me, like, yeah let me ask you this was there a pool at, at the so there wasn't a pool at at the one we ended up getting a table at we were originally trying to go to a pool party and then that was like super slammed. I think like the minimum was like five G's yeah. to to bump somebody. Okay. And we we're like, well, like it's first day. Like we're not really feeling not like really, doing yeah, all do that. Like that. Um, and so then we went to this place next door um, that you can see the pool. So maybe it still feels like the pool vibe, you know? Okay. Uh, so that's, and that's my concern. Like I get that you're, you're having a day party. Right. It's not a, there's no pool, but you want pool attire. Right. Why do I need to wear swimming trunks if there's Facts. no pool? Yeah. Right. But, Apparently, the day party thing opinion. applies across the board over there. Um, I still don't understand it. Um, you had an issue at nighttime, right, in Arizona? Oh man, I've had plenty of issues, but it it was it was the Jordan thing, and that's just me being unaware. Or actually, I had two situations. The first time I went out there, I was just unaware about Jordan's just being an issue out there. Right. Um, so when I went out there, and it was the same scenario, we were we were getting a table at a spot, buddy of mine. And I, we had a couple of girls with us. We were getting a table at a spot and we both had Jordans on. Um, and, but we had button ups on and stuff. Cause we literally just came from an event. Yeah. We had uh buttons up, button up ones and Jordans and hats. And they were like, yo, we can't let you in with the hats and the Jordans. Mm-hmm. All right. And you know, we did the same thing. Like, yo, we're, we're paying, we're, you know, we're getting a table. We literally just left from an event. I was right. like, yo, I, I only have Jordans on me. If I had yeah. two or three pairs of sneakers with me, yeah. they were all J's. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, we had to we had to do the thing that we didn't want to do, pull the card of like, oh, we know somebody, go get whoever the head promoter was yep. to come out, go get us. Still ended up having to buy a table and whatnot and doing all that stuff. So fast forward to the second time I went out there. And I, speaking of Chris, I went to go, we went to go see Chris uh via, but we went to Phoenix. So the first time was in um Old Town, uh, Scottsdale. Yep. The second time we went to go see um I was out there for the weekend. The first night we went to go see Chris at uh in Phoenix. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm not wearing no Jordans. Yeah. I already knew it was good. So I was like, I'm not wearing no Jordans. I threw on some Ultra Boost. Get into the spot. And everybody in their mama had Jordans on. I was fucking hot. Yeah. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So the next night, we went to go see you go and go hang out with Chris again after my event. And um, I was like, fuck that. I'm wearing Jordans. I'm yeah. going to go see Chris. It's the same scenario. It wasn't in Phoenix. It was in Scottsdale. So I figured I'll be straight. You know what I mean? The, the, sec- the first night, Chris did come out and get us. Even I didn't ask him to do that. I just let him know that y'all was walking yeah. in. He came out and got us. Um, so we were walking up and I tried to wear like, all right, if I'm going to wear Jordans, I'm going to wear the least standout-ish Jordans that I can, you know, I can wear. Yeah. So went up and I mean, bro, we were standing in line and there was probably about seven or eight people ahead of us. Yeah. And the, the 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 door guy comes out of the line like from the front of the door to point me out and go, yo, I'm gonna let you know now we can't let you in with Jordans. Oh god. Right? And I'm like, damn, bro. Like man can't win. Like yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, really? And you know, you know what? Part of me is like, I had an appreciation for it because 
He didn't let me stand in line and wait till I got to the front to right. tell me that he wasn't going to let me, me in. Some time. He saved me some time and he was just like, yo, I, I can't let you in yeah. with the Jordans on. So I was like, ah, you got to be... So everyone, you know, people that was with me weren't aware of the same thing. So they're tripping out like, you letting people in with flip flops and, yep. you know, whatever, whatever. He has to clean his shoes up, whatever. So I'm like, yo, chill. It ain't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I just text Chris, yo, they wouldn't let me in, man. Sorry, you know, I'll catch you up on another, you know, I'll catch you up another time. So again, Chris... You know, he, he, uh, you know, Chris is Chris is a great dude, man. Like, Shout I, out to I Chris Via. Chris, Chris Via is a great dude, man, for God real. Sent. Um, so you know, he was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So he did the same thing. Like, he he like got off the tables, went and got the manager and shit like that, and they let me in. You know what I mean? They let me in with the Jays, and no, n- nobody wants to pull that card. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be that person to be like. Yo, can you come give me at the door? They won't let me. Like, yeah. that's the point of the dress code. Yo. Yeah, especially yeah. while they're DJing. Yeah. Especially while they're working. That's the last thing. I was like, yo, you know, I was trying to be apologetic about it or whatnot or whatever. But yeah, man. But I have the issue. Remember when I had the issue in San Diego when I saw you at the day party? Same thing with the shorts. That's right. Right? They wouldn't let me in. Went to, so I assumed. I was like, oh, we good. You know what I mean? I, I assumed. Right. If there was some type of issue, Mickey would have been like, yo. Just don't wear sweatshorts or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we're good. You know what I mean? Mickey didn't tell me, you know, he didn't say anything about attire. So I'm like, and it was San Diego. Yeah. Right. So we're still in Cali. You know somewhere I mean? we're familiar with. Someone, somewhere we were familiar with where our, our boy DJ stays at and yeah. when he was getting married. It was actually the weekend of his uh, of his wedding. It was the same day. It was the same day, actually. <laughs> hours That's before. Right. That's hours before. That's right. That's where we went. And um, we pull up. It was it was our boy. Uh, it was our boy, Andre Cox. Um he was with us and we were with our with our ladies and we pull up and he said to both of us, we both had similar shorts on. Ah, I'm sorry. And they were very cool about it. You know what I mean? Hey guys, unfortunately, we can't let you in with those shorts. Yeah. And and it wasn't, it literally was just raining a couple or the night before or something like that. Yeah. So it wasn't like, yo, this might even the weather to even... Oh, it was the morning of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shorts, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even the type of weather to even have like you know, the attire that they were looking for. So I was like, man, you know, we kind of compromised with them for the most part. I, f- I felt like, yeah. I mean, again, you know, it's just my opinion. So we get there and that same thing, I had Mickey, yo, man, my bad. They won't let us in. And he was like, no, same thing. No, I'm sending somebody. <laughs> yeah. And he came down and he got us. And then even, even his boy was just like, they shouldn't have done that, man. You know what I mean? Like, right. because they normally, when they do sunburn, they didn't have it in that area because of right. the weather, right? They right. moved it over. Yeah. Um, so he was like, they shouldn't have done that because because of us moving the scenario. Around. I'm almost certain I saw somebody in a full suit that day walk in. Yo, he, so I, I, I think I hey should have worn a suit. I recall that standing up. out. Um, but I think that just comes down to you know sometimes like it just, it really comes down to who you know because you know in the scenario with Arizona, I I'm sure I would have avoided that hold up or situation had I known somebody or made a call and I, I think I just didn't have somebody at that moment mm-hmm. after the weekend hey connected with everybody yeah. shook hands <laughs> got to know different people who run different doors and different situations now. now you're good San Diego we're good like yeah. you know it just comes down to sometimes you got to let people know who you know and you know in the end of the day when we're here back home like honestly I feel like I could go to any club in Hollywood and pull up literally wearing Whatever, whatever you want. I mean, whatever, I remember what you wore in Scottsdale. <laughs> much. Yeah, honestly, I could probably. I mean, I've walked into different clubs in San Diego. Uh, I don't know if I've ever tried to pull this one in LA where like I've worn shorts in LA at night. That's crazy. I think yeah. that's a little aggressive, but um, I've definitely worn like sweats or like windbreakers 
and got into a club same night some girl spilled a drink on me and just <laughs> it came in handy hey, but when you got a hundred thousand followers like mickey oh, Warwick, or whatever you, you when want. you got the swipe up option you know uh-huh. when, when, when you got the connect the, the shoes <laughs> and you got the connect when you the plug Hey, I'll be hey, so you whatever you, you want. You hey, challenge. Look, you see if you can get look, into the bro. club with a short time. I have a quarter of that. That might be a challenge. Yeah, right. It's summertime. I feel like you might be able to get away with it. I might. I'm gonna, I need to be there when this happens. Let oh, me know when you are uh, pulling be that up, guy. You know, and you know what's funny is I I'll send a text too. I'll be like, hey, like, am I an asshole if I pull up with shorts? I don't, I don't care. Pull up. I'm like, damn it. You say right. And I just wanted cool. to go home. What's, uh, <laughs> what's what's the most outrageous thing you wore to get into a club? To get into a club, like or? you were, you were either you were. I don't want to say you were DJing because they don't really give a shit what yeah. you were wearing. But I'm saying like you were going to the club, whether regardless if you were going to see someone that you knew or you just going there to network or whatever. What is the most outrageous thing you got away with wearing? Listen, man, back in the party rock days, we can wear anything, I mean, yeah, anything, yeah, and yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's real, real talk. Because I even got to 2012. If you were walking into a club with me yeah. and LMFAO, Listen, you, I was there you firsthand, could, baby. You. You wear whatever the hell you want. I've walked in the club with tank tops on. Yeah, 2012, 13. Yeah, the, well, 11 to 13. Like, you could have got away with murder. Y'all, cl- y'all cleaned out the animal section at Party City. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then 14 on, like, one of my friends was trying to get into a, a, a Hollywood spot, a day party. And, and he was in his party rock gear. And he was trying to get in. And they were like, nah, the way you're dressed... It ain't working. And he was like, you kidding me? Like, you know, he he threw a fit with a rant on Facebook. It's like, bro, you, you got to know what's going on. <laughs> you got to know the climate. Like another situation, we were in uh, Atlantic City. And and some of the crew went out. This was like a, a few years ago. Some of the crew went out, tried to get into an industry night, and they weren't letting them in because party rock is just a loud, you know, yeah. not normal situation. And they wouldn't let them in. And I didn't want to go out that night. I was just trying to go to bed. And they're hitting me like, yo, is your boy here? Because I, I had to connect to get him in. Mm. And like, is your boy here to get us in? I'm like, shit, man, sorry. He's not there. We're like, they're not letting him in. Like, my shoes are more expensive than these dudes' outfits. We got <laughs> oh. on this. We're wearing Gucci this. I'm like, hey, man, you're also in Atlantic City where they don't give a fuck, hey, fuck about, about how much your shoes yo, are yo, worth. Yo, like, they're, they're just a different animal. They're strict out there on the East Coast in, like, New York, Jersey area. Yo. Like, yeah. They don't play that. Yeah. Yeah. So... But anyway, you need you need to have the juice. Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely have to have the juice. Which networking in general is just a really important topic. Yeah, in the DJ world, absolutely. I mean, the industry period, right? Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel? Or what's your approach in networking with someone? Because some people, I don't think, always understand maybe the do's and don'ts, or you know, how to approach somebody and building with them versus, hey, can I get a gig? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so I've I've been with I've had like three managers, been with three agencies. So, and I'm I'm solo now. So this is what I do. I go out and network, and a lot of stuff I've learned through the process, do's and don'ts. Um, I can tell you right now, the best thing that will work for you is showing up to the agency. I mean, agency showing up to the club, and showing face as much as you can. But if you're going to show up, if you're going to fly out to Vegas to quote unquote network and sit in the back of the club with a drink, you know, like that's not getting the job done. Yeah. So you got to, you know, you, you make sure you shake hands with the bookers and be cool with the DJs. The more they see you, it benefits you because they can justify if, if you have someone in your corner that works for the club that's begging to get you in, trying to get you a spot. 
he can justify by saying he's here every other week or he's here every month. He listens to the openers, and usually the openers know the crowd way better than the headliners. He knows what the uh, structure of the night, he knows what to play. So you have that working for you if you show up consistently and if you're just always around but not forcing anything. Um, Also, when you get a chance to talk to the booker, you don't want to talk about bookings. That's like the last thing you want to do, unless that opener is really open. I mean, unless that booker is really open to talking about that. Um, But you probably don't want to talk about that until the end where you say, hey, I got your email address or, you know, shoot shoot me your email address. I'd love to reach out to you and, you know, talk to you about doing something. But as the night's going, the booker's got his head on other things, whether it's women or or tables. the actual club, tables, the DJs, stage manager. You know, he's sometimes a booker wears many hats. So the best thing you can probably do is not talk about bookings and just just connect with the guy. Be be normal for a change and just and just talk and talk about whatever. Um, be organic about it. You never want to force anything. And drink with them. I don't drink, but drink with them take order them a shot even though they can get it for free go to the bar and get them a shot you know take the initiative and you know that that goes all these little things go a long way connecting with the vip hosts the bottle girls the bartenders like everybody involved be friends with everybody chances are those people want to stay in the industry because no one wants to work a nine to five and they will eventually become something more significant they'll have a more significant role Within that club or another club in Vegas, we see guys working for multiple clubs within five years, yeah. and they just keep moving up. You know that's that's the nature of the beast. You know the people want to continue to be in that um, atmosphere. So be friends with everybody. Don't talk about bookings with the booker. And um, yeah, just I, I would say if you can manage to go through all that in a night or whenever you get out there, I think you'll be good. Mike, you're in a slightly different situation where you're not looking for bookings but you still network so can you touch on how you would approach it don't speak for me no I'm just like, <laughs> i mean i, I was trying I was, tra- I, was tra- I was trying to figure out <laughs> when you bought somebody to drink and then they didn't want you to drink with them yeah how did, did you ever how did, how, hold on like before work? we get to, to yeah, that i need i need to i heard that if what? i bought someone a drink and they're they gotta you ain't never you to buy me no motherfucker i tell you what man i don't i don't i i don't I think I bought any. I probably bought two people a drink, like, and it weren't they weren't bookers, like, I yeah, I don't know, I don't I don't buy people. What kind drinks. of fake advice you giving? Well, I'm assuming everyone drinks here, or or they they do a little bit of social drinking, but no. So if you don't drink, okay, fine. If you're like me, you don't drink, then you just gotta you everything just has to be organic. You can't force anything. You just gotta be a cool dude. And the more they see your face, and the more that your friends bring your name up. Yeah. Questions start to come up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and you just become like you kind of become a part of what's going on. I'm not saying you become part of a family, but if you're there consistently that you become a part of yeah. what's going on. Do you feel like uh because you don't drink that it may have taken a little longer for you to get in well in at a spot or with a certain yeah. person because than the average DJ that does drink? Yeah. You know what it, I'm saying? Absolutely. And I and yeah, it, you are correct. It does take longer, but I'm in it for the long game. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, so, so, and I, and I think nowadays we see so much happening on Instagram and we see DJs all over the place and it's happening fast. We feel like we need to make a quick move. We need to like get in, get in there and knock it out. Like, no, like this is something that, that takes time. Um, and, and again, it, 
It has to happen organically. It may take a year before I spin anywhere. Yeah. And you got to invest. There's a situation in Vegas where I was ready to leave the next day. And the booker said, hey, if you stay an extra day to hear this guy spin, you know, let, we'll get you booked in here. And I knew how to spin the club. I've, I had done the yeah, club yeah, before, yeah. slightly different scenario, but I had done it. And I was like, all right, I'll play your game. Yeah. You know, you got to play Put the game, charge it to the game, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, so I stayed. I listened to the guy's set. It was about as straightforward as possible. And he was like, all right, you got it? He's like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, let's talk. And then eventually I got a booking. I'm not saying that's going to happen every time. But when you have the booker telling you, hey, if you can, because he cares about who he's booking. Exactly. He's not just, a, a lot of, there are bookers out there that really care and they're not just bringing you in because of your followers or, you know, because someone is vouching for you. Like they, you know, they do care about who's going in and out of the club. So you got to play the game no, no matter what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like you said, you're investing into the person. You're not investing into the, I, I at the end of the day, in, I guess the way you said it, right, which was that I'm not dependent on bookings or I'm not looking for bookings, so I have a different perspective is is pretty accurate. Um, but you know, of course, like going back into DJing and and having this like full time entrepreneur career thing that I got going on, um, just to downplay a little bit, uh, you know, like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to do what I love in the DJ scene, and so I'm in a situation, honestly, that's kind of a cheat code. Because there's different ways for me to like, you know, I, I, if I network with someone or if I talk to somebody, like, it's very easy for me just to ask for their address and like send them a t-shirt or send them a hat or send them a discount code. Or if they're looking for something, like I'll give them access to those uh, products like sneakers or Supreme or whatever it may be. Right. So that's Ooh, a little bit of a cheat code be this in, guy's in, best in, that, in that sense. And, Mickey got you know, I can read those that want to be my friends for those reasons. Yeah. You know, I can read those and I'll, I still play along because at the end <coughs> of the day, <laughs> I got you, bro. Size 11. You know I'm on the podcast, right? (laughs) But, um, you know, we'll we'll create a discount code for the podcast listeners. Hey, hey, everybody in the room, 50% off screen. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. whoa. (laughs) Anyway, chill out. But, but yeah, so, I mean, in in some ways, like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes when I'll go to my gig, like, I'll have, like, a little, like, care bag or something like that. Like, but I don't ask them, like, if they want anything, I don't, they, they hardly ever ask me for anything. And really my goal is just to get to know the people that I'm building with. Um, I personally really enjoy working with people who give a fuck about their craft and give a fuck about the people around them. And I'm interested in, in learning from, from them while also being able to be some sort of balance or support to them that ha- and it doesn't necessarily have to do anything with work because ultimately if your job, this is one of the things I really hate about this new wave of people of social media and everything else, people who are moving to LA like, and are saying like their first thing out of their mouth is what do you do? Like, why do you care about what I do mm-hmm. other other than the fact that you want to find what you can gain from me right. versus getting to know who I am? And if you learn to, to just get to know people who are in those positions, like, it doesn't even have to work that way. Get to know their friend. Get to know someone else, their assistant, their, however, you know, every other structure is different depending on what venue or what, what place you want to go to, but Build that up. And once you're able to build that relationship up, eventually it's just going to be so, 
you know, what are you doing this weekend? And you're going to be like, well, you know, I got this gig. Gig for what? Oh, I DJ. You DJ? Why haven't you told me? Why is that important? You didn't ask. Right. You didn't ask. Right. And so if it's there and it's like all of a sudden, oh, shoot, let me get you at my spot or let me get you in a slot or let me get you an opening slot, whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. It's a stepping stool to the bigger picture. Exactly. And I think as long as you understand what your goal is and what your pic- what the big picture is for yourself, what's on your vision board, what's your affirmations and different things like that, like you'll understand, hey, as I go through life, I just got to keep shaking hands. You got to be nice to everybody because yeah. as you said, everybody moves up yeah. and you get, you introduce yourself to everybody. Eventually everybody's going to be like, yo, that's that dude that's really like nice yeah. and just says hi and whatever else. What does he do? Oh, he DJs. Boom. Cool. Everybody starts to talk about you while you're building your brand because you also can't go stagnant on other things yeah. just because you're, you're growing on another side. You got to just, you got to put in the work in every angle, plant all your seeds, water all of them, give them all the same attention, play music for them, whatever it is, and just grow them naturally. I think that's when you'll have eventually that like those planets align and the right opportunity comes along the way. Yeah. Just don't come off as a thirsty ass thought when you when you are networking. Right. You can't come you can't hard press and come off a little too aggressive and that'll backfire on your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well and and that's like sometimes like you'll you'll see like they have a pet. And then you might be like, oh, how's like, you know, little Yorkie like, <laughs> doing, you know, and like and you're trying to play off like this authenticity because like, you know, that's your soft spot. But then really, like when you walk away from that conversation, it's like, like why are you talking about my dog like that? Like, like, you know, Damn, Junior's looking good in baseball, right. really right. hitting the ball right. hard these days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, like chill, bro. Like, it's He's okay. Up. We get it. We get it. We know. But it's at the end of the day, it's crucial, right? It's crucial to all of all of our careers. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, we we all started in the same DJ crew, which essentially was just friends hanging out, and that's a network. Yep. Right? And from the spinatics, shout out to the spinatics. Man. Um, you know, yep. Styles Davis is one. Mm-hmm. Phenom, Phenom is another spinatic. Two two very core positions at DJ City, an incredibly successful company, um, you know, and and then there's us, and you know, and all the other guys in the crew that are doing their own thing in their own lanes. Like it's that's one network, yeah. And then there's the next level, and so on, so on, so on. So networking, yeah. So never ends. To to wrap up to wrap up this podcast when you network, don't force anything. Just continue to build. Continue to show face. Show up as much as you can. Be cool. If you can help, you know, help the DJs out that are trying to help you. Well, you should for sure help them out. They're trying to help you out one way or another. Hell yeah. Um, create opportunities not only for yourself but for other people because that goes a long way. That goes Facts. full circle. Um, and yeah. That does it for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Great job, y'all. Yes, sir. See you next one. DJ City. Peace.